Rockies 102.9. The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew exhilarates and quenches with its one-of-a-kind great taste. Mountain Dew, this is how we do. Welcome back to the program. Getting them out of the box for the first time for the 2019-2020 season. Santana Dodson. Good morning, Santana. Good morning, fellas. What's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. We're I having, don't know. I'm having trouble hooking up here. I don't know if it's our lines or yours. Anyway, doesn't matter. Let's talk some NFL. Let's talk about you first. When did we last talk? Super Bowl? Oh, my gosh. It seems like eons ago. Football has been too long. Haven't we been waiting for this thing to come back? I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, Super Bowl. Maybe Super Bowl week was the last You time. know what makes the offseason seem shorter, Santana? What's that? Playing deep into the playoffs, and we haven't been there for two years. Oh, uh, yeah. We took a little hiatus, right? I'm not, not even shallowly into the playoffs. No. We, not, we don't, we not don't, even, we're not, not even on the, the shore of playoff lake. Play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not even almost made it to the No. Play. Yeah. Um, and that, in this part of the country, well, in Wisconsin, two years, that's like an epidemic, right? Yeah. That, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. So we fired our head coach during the season last year. We went out and we got a guy that knows a guy who's pretty good in the NFL. But he, the, our dude's untested, right? I love it. I love it. A guy that knows a guy that had a little bit of success. In the <laughs> well, not a little bit of success. Uh, success a, a great deal of success. He knows a guy who had a great deal of success in the NFL. Sean McVay, he was in the Super Bowl last year. He didn't win the Super Bowl, no. but they were in the Super Bowl. Had the second most success you can have in a season. Yeah. And he, he's kind of a whirlwind because he did all this in two years, right? So almost as successful as you could or would want to be in the NFL. Yeah. He knows that guy. Correct. But he knows a guy like right. that. He knows he's a dude. He associated. With he used him. to hang out with him. Like they're so young. I think it was in McVeigh's parents' basement, is where they hung oh. out. <laughs> they used to play Fortnite. Together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just <laughs> we. Oh boy, here. Okay, here it is. Say it. Go ahead. Here it is. All right. We piled into Mike Holmgren when he was hired. Said this guy will never work out, and he did. Fantastic. Won a Super Bowl with our friend here, Santana. Yeah, very true. Everyone was carping about Mike McCarthy. Oh, Mike McCarthy. Doesn't, everyone's tired of him. Blah, blah, blah. He came from what was the worst offense in the NFL the year before, I think, wasn't he? Yeah. 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 Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. I have been yeah. uh, I have been just with my ear to the air uh, on Matt LaFleur, just waiting for him to say something football coachy or given an interview or, or I just don't get a sense of the guy other than he sounds like a a, a yoga instructor most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about positive energy and positive waves and yeah, I just, uh, he just doesn't sound like uh, about going out and hitting anyone. And he doesn't sound yeah. like uh, he's talking about uh, using yeah, a, a toughness, or it's just positive, good waves, workouts, nice vibes, like he's getting ready to go surfing. I, I, I'm afraid he will never have control of this team. It's definitely a different style than what we've seen over the last 20 years, I'll say that. Well, take Sherman out of there. Sherman wasn't really a <laughs> front and center guy. Yeah, 
But yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think football itself is kind of it's trending kind of to the softer side. If that even makes sense, you know. Really, no, I know what you mean. Side of the NFL, the less violent the NFL. I was the looking co- at the schedule in college um, as well as professional. You know, when long time ago, when bread was a dime. When I was in college, we actually had three a days. And I'm looking at a good friend of mine whose son's in college, but I'm looking at their football, their, their practice schedule, and it is one a days, the whole, the whole uh, two a days. So I'm like, why are they even calling it two a days when it's one a day? Isn't like but, one long a day, is it? I mean, it's not like one <laughs> six hour practice. Yeah, well, yeah, to your point, it's a two-and-a-half, it was a two-and-a-half, two-hour and 45-minute practice in Texas, so, uh, you know, early in the morning, but the rest is just lifting and meetings, you know, and I was telling my, my buddy, I'm like, man, I think I'd still be playing if I just had one-a-days, that's what <laughs> beat you down, with the two-a-days and the three-a-days and the constant grind, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I know what you mean about the maybe soft... Maybe someone's figured that out. It's like, well, we can get more out of these guys if we just... Haul them in here for one long practice. Yeah, somebody somebody figured it out. There was a time when Bear Bryant used to take the boys out and not give them water, and they'd wind up Junction City, right? Yeah, turning blue and dying of uh, dehydration. So, is it possible that through science we found a better way to train rather than just some crazy? cracker down south who takes the boys out into the middle of nowhere with no water and runs them <laughs> like, to death? Starves I, them. I think you may be right. I think they may be on to something. <laughs> I remember no water on the field yeah. in, in Texas, in Houston, during high school. And it was like, you know, as soon as practice was over, you had 70 kids lined up in the closest water fountain trying to get a quick swig. All right. And I, I understand what you mean by, you know, NFL trending to the softer side. Well, we had the time where uh, everyone was uh, barking about Smash Mouth. Remember Smash Mouth football? Yeah, we, had, we had tough Bill guy Parcells and Mike Ditka, tough guy Mike stuff. Singletary. You know, the guys who were just going to out-tough you on the field. We will beat you uh, through toughness. Mm-hmm. Those guys are gone, yeah. right? It's more of a yeah. cerebral game now. Mm-hmm. No? And I, th- and I think you're right. But then to that point, or uh, contrary to that point, let's look at the Super Bowl champion. And we all love to talk about Tom Brady, but when you really look at New England and what they do and what they did against um, and against the Rams, it was a lot of running game. It was a lot of physicality to that game. Well, that's... It was, you know, it was a whole bunch. It was defense. So no matter how far you try to trend all the way to the left, for instance, Every, it, every, it always seems to come back to the middle a little bit. Well, that's a you know, I that's a good way of putting it. It's a hitting game. It's it's no one's going to win football by not hitting. Ah, here I'll here. You want me to light this candle? I'll light this guy. What? Watch, he's going to go off right now. You only put pads on how many times a year in practice now, Santana? Oh yeah, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, the term is seventeen. That's what they use. I mean, after you get out of training camp, it's 17, meaning that you can only put on pads 17 times in a regular season, which we all know one week. 17 weeks in the season. So yeah. you got one time a week, depending on how the head coach feels, that you can actually put pads on and get good run-blocking, tackling work. And then done. what do you do in the rest of the time, just running through tires and ropes and traffic cones or or what? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, just, pretty much. That's just pretty it. much the, the 
like the dance instructor steps on the floor where you just learn where your feet go on every play? Is that is that it otherwise? Yes, I mean, it's a lot of technique. It's a lot of footwork and, you know, things like that. So there's work that can be done, but just the, the finished product, and I think that's really when you start watching the games, uh, not only preseason, but the first two, three games of the season, the blocking is usually bad. It's a lot of holding calls, penalties like that. Uh, tackling is atrocious. Uh, so it kind of takes them, takes the guys some time to get used to the speed of the game and the quality that they need to put on the field to get victories. Well, they got the seven-on-seven drills too, right? Yeah, you got seven-on-seven. Okay. You know, like that's two-hand touch. Okay. Oh, oh here we go. Here we go. Right. He's old school. Right. He's old school. <laughs> All right. And, and, you know, this will just show my breathtaking ignorance of uh, football, but when they say it's a new offense and a new style, I mean, are we not going to have a play where uh, the uh, the running back goes through the hole created by the guard? You mean where they jam it up into the A-hole? Right, right up into the A-hole there. <laughs> or the one hole, also the one. Jam it up in the A-hole. Hey, Jerry Glanville said it. Yeah, well, I don't want to get distracted here from okay. the question. All right. But, I mean, they, what, don't have that play anymore? Or they, there's... How many variations can there be where it's really a stunningly new offense? Well, you know, you're exactly right. It's only so many plays you can call, but it's when you call them, how you call them, the tempo in which you call them. All that has to, has to do with the pace of the game. And I, I'd actually, honestly, the biggest thing I think going into this year and what we can watch in preseason is the buy-in from the team into the new system. You know, is everybody buying into the new system, the challenges that come with it, um, and the efficiency in which they need to play on all side, all sides of the ball. You know, particularly, we all love to talk and look at the quarterback position, but it's going to be real big. You know, you've got a head coach and a quarterback that I think are four or five years apart. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron has been used to doing it one way for the longest time. And really, if you look at that system and what they're doing, it's a lot of one-dimensional. It's, a, it's no checks. It's no, you know, it's no one-two-threes. It's almost like hot potato. Get rid of the ball and let's get into the next play. Well, that would be a step in the right direction because that was the 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 rap on Aaron last year was he is holding the ball too, too damn long. long. Yeah, looking for the big gain happened. every time instead what of just with that injuries because you're getting you're taking a lot of needless hits that you don't need to take. I so yes, you gotta okay. you gotta believe and buy into the system and be like, okay, it's okay for me to get rid of the ball. I don't have to wait and try to make the perfect throw or the perfect play every time. Well, right, and I watched a lot of games last year where the incredible Mitch Trubisky <laughs> dropped back <laughs> and threw for five to seven yards. And they all did the fine. Yeah, our quarterback's not interested in that five to seven yarder a lot of the time. Well, all and isn't that Mike Holmgren's offense? Didn't he? You know, screens move the chains, yeah. move the chains, move the chains. Just move it yeah, five exactly. to seven. Move the chains. There's nothing wrong with a four or five yard throw. No, those are That's really good. Do those drive you nuts as a defender, as a defensive player? Like God, they are just five and. Four, five, six yarding us to death out here, and we can't get off the field. Is that more frustrating than a big play? 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, an offense, because most offensive coordinators and offensive teams are not patient enough to take that three, four, five-yard throw. But, yeah, a 15-play drive or a 14-play drive that ends in a field goal or a touchdown is definitely much more frustrating than a big 50-yard bomb that the crowd goes crazy. Of course, because they get – Bob was get looking the for the – Look at that bomb and say, okay – Who's responsible for what? How do we fix it? Let's go out here and make sure it doesn't happen again. Bob was looking for the right size coin. Play drive, it just chews you up. To compare a seven yard gain to, like you said, nickel and then he got nickel and dime and quarter, fifty cent piece, right? Yeah, you were looking for an eye penny or a sixpence. Because it's his birthday, by the way. I don't know if you know that. Here we go. Yeah, I hear, I hear you got a little B-Day thing going on. What's that? <laughs> there is no B-Day thing going on. I haven't said a word about it, but other people won't well, just leave I, it alone. Honestly, I, I got the post on my little Facebook that it was your birthday. I said, well, hey, you got a little birthday going. Cheers. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But I've had a, I've had a couple before this, and it's just not that big a deal anymore. <laughs> are you kind of like meh? Are you meh with the birthdays? Oh, yeah. Are you just meh? I am. Totally. Santana, you always get aced out of the birthday stuff because you're, you're Christmas Day, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm the I'm the 19th, so I'm December 19th with yeah. you, you know. Man, so that is. That's all within one paycheck, so I always had to decide <laughs> that do you want it for your birthday or for Christmas. That is. say Christmas. Yeah. But I'm the kid that I might not even open that gift because I only got one of them. I might not even open it till the first. Yeah, I'll show them. I'm going to send you something on December 19th. Nothing good. I mean, maybe, you know, like, <laughs> but I'm going to send you something just because I'm thinking of you. And we'll be can't, doing this a soup. at that time of year yet, too. All right, so that's the start. Yeah, we we got a long way to go. Yeah, we get Baltimore this week. We go, <sighs> we go to Baltimore to play the hated Ravens. Yeah. So. Yeah, that would be, I mean, even last week was a pretty good test because you had the Texans, you know, and they were 11 and 5. However, they got the 11 and 5. I don't know. All right. Last so Baltimore's bouncing back, and, you know, that should be a good. This will be the first week, typically, in, in preseason that the game is actually game planned. All right. So, uh, the first preseason game, you're just trying to go out there and make sure you don't pee down your leg. But how many? Yeah. How many? Actually, game planned. How many spots are they actually playing for? Because we know who our starting quarterback's going to be. We know pretty much who's going to be starting on defense. All the money they went out and spent there. How many spots are available? I'm going to say with a first year, I mean, first year new coach, that a lot more than, there'll be some surprises, definitely. A lot more than typically. um, Well. You'll see. And the most, the it's going to be 21, right? Guys, <laughs> we need some special teams players. But I would think that, you know, coming into a new team, I mean, coming on a team with a new coach, let's say there are probably four to five more extra spots than usual, which typically there is, to answer your question, is about 10. Okay. There might be 15 original spots. All right. All right. Well, All right. watch some yoga, uh, <laughs> and then you'll know what I mean. <laughs> Namaste, my brother. All right. Little, Namaste. Namaste. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. <laughs> 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 Namaste. Well, did you just say ding-a-ling-a-ling? Just, yes, that's a good buy. No, ring-a-ling-a. Oh, all right. Man. All right. We'll talk about it next week, Santana. <laughs> all right, fellas. Have a good week. Yes, yeah. sir.